Yo, yo, this your boy Ron, and welcome to the Slinging Stone Podcast. I gather some of my best buds to sit down and have some great conversation. Nothing's going to be off limits, so stay tuned and like and subscribe. Let's go. Welcome to Sling and Stone Podcast. Bienvenidos. Here. Oh my gosh, she's too hopped up on caffeine already. Let's hey. go. What's up, family? Sling and Stone, we back. Welcome back. Doing? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I feel like it's been a while. I know. How y'all doing? Anything new happening? Uh, we should be asking you that. Yeah, I got a new truck. Yeah. Oh. He's, he's got a big boy. He's, he's, he's gotta, finally he got, a man, guys. You got to climb into it. What are you talking about? Because, bro, you had a girl car. Oh, look who's <laughs> talking, Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> now you got something. Now, now you're a man now. <laughs> that, that that was uh oh that was uh Ron not silencing his phone prior yeah. to I, I thought that was Jimmy phones ringing. I was, yeah, he was about to call you I, out I, too. I was about to looking at each other. Who is it? Yeah. yeah, I was like the one that said uh, he's carrying the weight. Isn't that what he said? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what I the heard. guy that drives the Barbie pink Camaro. Uh, <laughs> Just for be, for behind the scenes purposes of people you might not know this, but um. Um, Ron had told us to our face that he is carrying the weight at Sling and Stone now. Of the entire, and the entire time. And then the his whole, phone goes off. Yeah. So just letting you know. Um, Embarrassing. I'm, Le- <laughs> I'm LeBron of the camp. I carry it. Yeah. See, I got it. I, ain't need- I don't even know what that means. That means just, carrying just, you. Just shake your head. You're car- okay. That's what I always do. Carry you. Mm. You carry me? Yeah. Mm. So, Christian, mm. what happened? Uh, Tell us what special moment. Share with us. Wait, ab- about my truck? No, I don't want to hear about the truck. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the truck. Um, well, I, I don't know. Say what's, it. What's what's the best what the best way of putting it is uh um the Lord uh was talking has been talking for a little bit and and through Pastor uh Pastor Mario and Pastor Tanya, um myself and uh Amazing minister Wanda has, I guess you could say, been ordained. Ordained ministers. Ministry. Yes, yes. Oh, Christian became ordained, an yeah. ordained minister. Ordained the big so, congratulations, brother. C-Dub. 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 All these <laughs> nicknames for... <laughs> Pass the C. C-Dub. Well, it'd be minister. Minister C. <laughs> MC. That's anything you, anything you say, we're ending it with the C. C. <laughs> Right on. No, honestly, like it's an honor, like an honor to be able to just represent Jesus and not only represent Jesus, but represent Jesus for this house. Like such a blessing and such an honor. And I can't thank you enough once again. So huge. Amen, man. That's good, man. God calls you. Answer. Answer. Yeah. Don't put your phone on. Do not disturb because you won't get the call. Yeah. (laughs) You never know. You just leave it on vibrate. So when you're recording yeah. a podcast, you oh, wow, just hear it. he on one today. <laughs> on one. Yeah, I'm gonna sip my coffee. So, Ron, what's been up with you, man? Actually, nothing, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> same old, same old. Nothing. Yeah. So in this whole time, nothing's happened. Nope. Still, <laughs> still hate my job. <laughs> Dang, we're we're to hate. Man. Listen, I don't know what I don't know what's up with Ron. Like, depending on the day, yeah, he hates his job and he loves it. Yeah, like I, I don't know, bro. I've never had a, a love. Yeah, that's not a. That's more of a hate, 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 hate. Like no, but hate, I actually, hate, hate. But I just started his job and I'm just not. 
It's just not me. I think you're in a toxic, not you. you're in a so, toxic relationship. Yeah, this is what the workforce <laughs> in general. I think we got just... Uh, is it just because you have a boss? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand what that meant. Uh, All right, well, since you're... It's not clicking. Since you're uh, a man of so many words, <laughs> Jimmy, what's been going on with you lately, man? <laughs> don't cut me off, bro. I was about to go into some details. Okay, go I ahead. No, I want to hear it. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> Can't find the words. Those are the details you were talking about. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just don't. I just don't feel like working anymore. Why do you think it is? You yeah. think it's? Uh... I just burnt myself out of work. I'm tired of getting up. I'm tired of going doing stuff I don't want to do anymore. So I'm just. I'm done with working. Hmm. So I was thinking, you know, you got an Airbnb, Airbnb situation going on, Christian. Mm-hmm. Let me manage it. Hmm. Gosh, that's tempting, but you don't want to work. I could, that, but that's something I could do in my spare time. I can do whatever I want. Well, wouldn't that mean that I'm your boss? Ooh. You know, mm. mine. I don't want to do that either. <laughs> Change quick. Yeah, good on that. Yeah. I just had to remind him. That's all. What about you, Jimmy? What's, what's new with you, guy? Family time, man. I've um, been back and forth down south seeing family. That's a blessing. Uh, my daughter's birthday just passed. Ooh. Time back, but um, it's been good. It's been good. It's good to see you know family when you haven't seen them for so long. Seen them for about an hour, and then you had enough, and you could go back. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know how that is. Yes, sir. Unless it give them a couple. Yeah, hours, give them a couple hours. I'm out. Time to go back home. So, ooh, look at the time. Got to go. <laughs> but you just got here. <laughs> Can't drive at night. <laughs> Can't see. Got to change the kids' diapers. What do you think, grown? <laughs> but it's seven o'clock in the morning. What? <laughs> Just figure it's time for me to go at this point. <laughs> Pastor Mario, what's been up with you, man? Uh, a lot of sweat. It's hot out here. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. It's been sweating. This, uh, heat, this heat just makes you mad. It, it does. It does. Ron called me up. He said, I got in my car and just got mad. I got furious, frustrated. Bro. Like, and I got AC. And it it seems like it ain't kicking in. Like, yeah, it takes a while. Can be in the car? I, no, because you got a new car. I'm not, that's not what I said. I said, could it don't be the, do that, Jimmy? Could it don't be just you getting in the car and you just seen the, the, the car you're driving? You just no, hate life. The no, pink no, 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 color no, no, attracts no, heat. I, I, I love my car. I'm not, I'm not going to speak nothing about it because you got a new car. So don't talk about my car. Right, Jimmy? No, yes, sir. That's what you're not gonna when was the last time you ever did an AC charge? Recharge on it? No. You might be due for one, man. Bro, the other day when I was driving, it was blowing out like that cold mist. I was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing is pumping. Okay. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. Maybe your car's tired of you. <laughs> For real. <Man. laughs> real talk. No, I'm being serious. <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> Notice my monster talking. got real tired of me. So. They got two new cars. They got new cars. So, yeah. So they just talk about yeah. it like we ain't nothing, right? Yeah. Don't worry about it. No, but, but <laughs> I was just talking to you. I wasn't talking to anybody else. <laughs> and my AC is good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I got back from vacation not too long ago. I was out with the family in Puerto Rico, our yearly trip to Puerto Rico. And um, it was a great time. Um, well needed. Um, and I was telling, I forgot who I was telling. I think my wife needed it more than me. Um, you know, she's a school teacher and all that stuff. So once school is out, it's like, let's <laughs> do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and school's almost right back in already. So it's like right time back. goes by so fast, man. It's it really does. It really yeah. does. It really does. It's like it just started. Like, yeah, we got a summer off. Then you know, hey, summer's over. And it's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So we're just getting ready, geared up for that. And, uh, her being an educator, you know, getting her. And she's got more responsibilities this year. Um, getting my son ready. He's going to be a high schooler. You know, I know Jimmy, you got a We've high schooler coming in too. You yeah. too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. two. 
Yeah, yeah you'll have two now in high school. Mm-hmm. So that transition, so all those things are happening right now. So I was just reminded how much I just hate school, though. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, like I had to go to my daughter's school and then, you know, her new high school. And it was exciting because I get to be there and, and share that experience with my daughter. So that was great because that's, that's something you always want to be a part of as a father and as a parent. But I'm just looking around the school and I'm, first off, I'm thinking like, man, things change, bro. Like, this ain't nothing like when I went to the school, bro. Like, but, you know, it was, it was, um, it was, it was different. So to be a part of that and then to hear, you know, the, the things the school's got in store for her, the classes and she was, she was excited. So I was excited for that part, but just being inside of school reminded me why I, I jumped the fence and left the school. <laughs> Dude, I, I got to be honest with you. I love it because my kids go to my high school that I graduated. That's kind of cool. That's, yeah, that's yeah, dope. Yeah. yeah. I think that's dope. There's like this like Silverhawk pride. Yeah, I'm glad my kid is not going to my school. Yeah. I was thinking the <laughs> same real? thing. Yeah, I, yeah. That definitely oh, yeah, don't want right. my kids going to any of the schools I went to. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. But um, it was just good. It's good to be a part of that and see that. Um, I'm actually ready now for 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 the future and what what you know mm-hmm. the education part of it what i have my kids haven't got well um my my youngest son he hasn't got to to the point where he's um you know he knows exactly what he wants to be my daughter she's already she already gave me some some Throwing ideas hands out she's leaning somewhere. yeah and she's leaning she's leaning my um but my little one he hasn't he hasn't had a clue so we're struggling with that because I, I, you know, the earlier the better. You could plan for that. Yeah, like whatever they want to do, you can plan ahead. I, and I, I get that, and I, I agree with you. I get that, but it, it's changes. Like mine it changed does. like three or four times throughout high school. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And a lot of times I tell the kids nowadays, you know, don't lock yourself in. You get that. Give yourself right. an opportunity to be open to change. You know, because so many people have, you know, the statistics. Sometimes uh, they do tell us people go to college, they get a degree, and don't even work in their field. Um, and I'm one for, hey, if you want to learn multiple trades, multiple skills, multiple degrees, go ahead. Don't that to be in one thing, one That's field. Right. But, um, but it's good to have a direction of which way you're going. Yeah. Um, especially some kids just know this is what I want to be and that's it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and to switch gears here a little bit, did you guys ever have like a teacher that was like a role model or somebody that was of great influence growing up in, in schools? High school, middle school, maybe college, or anything. I wouldn't say in school, but I had one that was at the um, little rec center I went to. Rec center, yeah. Um, his name was Mr. Easley. <laughs> I remember um, every time I go to the rec center, he always was dressed nice and he always had some cool kicks on. Yeah. I was like, I want to be a PE teacher when I grow up. I want to be something in rec because of him. I was like, that's like a cool job to do. Come to work, play with kids, mm-hmm. dress nice, and that was it. Hmm. So, and then when I st- sat down and had conversations with him, he was a believer, and that right there took me over the top, too, because gotcha. I was like, man, okay, that's cool. He had a wife, you know, he had two kids, and I was like, bro, that's that's it. And it just seemed like he was always on chill, hmm. like just chill mode. So, he didn't he didn't know that he was my mentor, but at that time, I was like, yeah, I, l- I look up to this guy, man. That's that's what I want. And then sometimes you probably even know he was your mentor at that time, until you uh-huh. to f- further on in the future, I'm like, hold on, this guy helped shape my life a little bit in these areas. So around what age was that? Like that was what, 12, 13? Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, from then it was I was just at a, it was just something that was like, man, I want to do something with kids, yeah, and I want to do rec, like I want to be a PE coach. I want to, that's something I want to thrive towards. Cause he ran all the little recs, like the basketball leagues and all that stuff. I'm like, I can do that, man. You know, twelve year olds, you looking at him like, oh yeah, that's that's cool, man. And that's really dope though too, because like me personally, as a testimony to you and a testimony to Mario, like I've actually met 
kids that you guys have, you know, been involved with at the yeah. rec center who have yeah. come up to me specifically, or you guys have introduced me to them and they're like, Oh my gosh. Or even Corey, like, mm -hmm. uh, Corey ended up, um, there's a, um, uh, well, the young lady came to the yeah, church. Yeah, a young lady ended Your up daughters. coming to the church that just so happens to be good friends with my my daughter, and the Corey like influenced her like incredibly like back in the day. And then obviously the person that we met at the restaurant—I mm -hmm. don't want to you know say names or anything like that—but like that's a testimony to y'all. You guys, you know, the same that you were just talking about. Like you infected, so, infected, <laughs> you affected. <laughs> <laughs> you affected somebody else's life in that way, you know? And that's that's beautiful, man. No. It's crazy because I didn't even think about that. Like, no. I didn't even think about how much that, how much impact we had you do. while you're in there. I, I, I'm not even looking at it, but now that I said it, I'm like, dang, man. Yeah, we were there. You were there at, that, at the restaurant. Yeah. One kid that Ron and I both, you know, <laughs> and he was a knucklehead too growing up, man. But, you know, it, it's crazy. Like, even the knuckleheads you, you enjoy. Yeah, Sometimes and he even was just, more. <laughs> he was just sitting there like, oh, these guys helped me out so much. Like, yeah, yeah they were like, you got to remember that you guys might have been the only solid thing that was in his life yeah. at the time, yeah. you know? Yeah, or or Corey was the only, you know, me knowing this this uh, little girl's, you know, life, like Corey may have been the only solid person in that little girl's life at the moment too, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. like, that's huge. No, you know? it is big. And, and I felt the weight of that while back um and we'll go around the room see if any more, you know, teachers or anybody like that of influence as you guys were growing up. But I had a neighbor in New York. Check out this story. A neighbor in New York, he uh, started working out, lifting weights because my stepdad, my stepdad, you can see him oh, now, yeah, but he yeah, was yeah. huge back then. Yeah, no, I've seen pictures. And to this day, he's still in the gym every single day, my stepdad. Yeah. And so the next door neighbor, he was from Panama. And he's like, you know, they became friends. They started working out in the gyms and all that stuff. Then we moved here to Florida. Um, I'm in seventh grade. And I'm going to my PE class. Guess who's my PE teacher? Oh, you're <laughs> kidding me. No way. My next door wow. neighbor. No. You know, Mr. Gilbert. <laughs> so I was like, man, my PE teacher, this and that. So he left, I think, the following year or whatever. And so I'm in seventh grade there. So probably about 10th grade. I started 10th, 11th grade. I started working at the Boys and Girls Club. He was like the director of the Boys and Girls of that region. And he comes in one day and I'm working with the kids, you know, doing recreation and all that stuff. And he pulls me over and he's like, he's like, it's not always the kids that are always run up to you and say hi to you that are most impacted by you. Yeah. He goes, sometimes it's the one who are just happy because you're in the building. Yep. And your their presence is there. Yeah. And that always, because, you know, you know, sometimes with the kids that are always in your face and yelling and not, not, not yelling, but happy or just running around, getting all the attention, they usually grab your attention. But there might be a kid in the corner who just, just by you being there. So it is so important for us to be always at our best. Yeah. You never know who's watching. Absolutely. Who's uh and and and, and that's important because I had looking back like Ron was saying, I didn't know Mr. Was Easley was, was your your mentor. And looking back, I was like, God, you always had someone at some stage of life, every stage of life, that basically was guiding me or showing me, yeah. you know, role model. So yeah. how about you guys? Anybody Well, something else I wanna shout out to Ron. Shocking, giving shots out, shout outs to Ron. Soak it in, soak it in. Yeah, man. no, hey, but think you. about and and I'm sorry, y'all can y'all can back me up on this, but the second that Ron walks into a, like a youth group event and starts like hyping things up, like all the kids jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, like yep, let me, yep. Let, let, me, let me go. Yeah. Let me say this too. Let, let me not even say events. From from. I'm going to say something nice, Ron. This is going to take a lot of me to do this. Soak it in. It's going to take in. a lot, but I'm going to have to do it. So 
As get long as I know Ron, get Ron a tissue. Whenever Ron enters a room, period. That's right. Period. You know it's going to be nice. You know it's going to be eventful. You know it's going to be the the room is lit. Um, yeah. And that's not that's something I'm used to hearing for me and yeah. to, to f- finally meet someone that can come in a room and change the atmosphere yep. just by walking in the room you already know it's about to go it's about to go down that's right man like and, think, and that's 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 real talk. think about the days where and this is no this is no insult to anybody else that you know is a greeter or anything like that but think about the days that Ron is greeting people at the door. <laughs> Even like the worship team, he's like hyping the worship team up. He's like, "Yep, you guys are going to do good today. Like we're going to do." Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. that's huge. So yeah, it is. Shout it out is. To you, man. Like, it's a different. No, you didn't got to say nothing, Ron. We're going to move yeah, forward. You from can that. leave it alone. You go somewhere with Ron, and, and the chances of you getting something free go up. <laughs> Wait, is it because he asked if he could have it for free? Uh-huh. Once I went to Chick Fil A. We had the, the, the what was her name? Miss Miss Bonita. 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 He had Miss Bonita hyped up. She was part of how old was she? She was yeah, but she was so happy to be there. Yeah, she was 102. Easy, (laughs) easy. I hope Bonita's not listening to this podcast. Working for Chick Fil A. Working. Wow. And all she was doing was walking around, making sure everybody's okay, picking up you know stuff. 102 walking around. Walking. I said, Miss Bobo, you doing your thing? That's what you call Miss Bobo. Bobo, That's crazy. If you sneeze, if you sneeze too hard, she'll blow away <laughs> but that's the energy i'm talking about yeah and that's then, the energy i'm talking then we're about. sitting there waiting for our food and all of a sudden she's like you want a free milkshake <laughs> yep. yep bonita gotcha how about you christian um man. Cool. yeah <laughs> that's about it um no i Dude, I, I mean, I, I can say that my parents were influences and, you know, yeah, mentors Ooh. and stuff like that. And they really were, you know, kind of until I was maybe in my 20s. But, man, believe it or not, like, I had officers and um, command sergeant majors and first sergeants and stuff like that that were huge influences over my life and still are, like, to this day. Awesome. You know? Um, and don't get me wrong, they... Um, I'm not going to say that everybody's in their walk because probably 75% of them aren't in their walk. You know, they believe in Valhalla and some crazy stuff like that, but just, um, just their, their, their method of responsibility and honor, Hmm. um, is so big, you know, and it was such a huge influence in my life. Like they're the ones that taught me like honor and also, um, doing integrity, like doing what it is that you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Those are things that for me specifically were like huge, um, as far as, uh, that's concerned. Now I'm in a new season right now, obviously. And, and I'm sharing it just because I've talked with, uh, Mario already about it, but Mario is, uh, um, we're in kind of like a mentorship as far as him being a mentor over me because of the fact that I'm in this new season of my life tour new position, new, um, roles, um, new responsibilities, Mm -hmm. um, both, uh, spiritually and physically, you know? Um, so there's a mentorship taking place with that right now too. So, yeah. That's good, man. That's good. Before I give up, before I I speak on mine, I I do want to ask, um, as a pastor, Mm -hmm. I want to ask you as a pastor, uh, is it like, do you, do you truly, gather the how important or, or how much you mentor different people in different seasons absolutely um you have to because you, 
everyone's in different seasons, their own personal season. So you had to be able to identify where they at, how much to give them, uh, how much they can take, all these things. You had to balance it out. And, and, and the one thing you really had to consider is, does this person really want to be mentored? Does this person really want, or they just want to hear something good, or they actually want true advice to where they can right. better themselves? So you, it's a balance of all those things, and it comes with the position. But I think the biggest form to mentor somebody is by being a role model, by being that example. Um, have people say, you know, th- there's some people that I don't really have a personal, deep personal relationship, but they'll say, hey, because the way you move, because you do this, you know, that's helped me out. So that even speaks volumes too. Um, just you, the way you, you just move. Um, and I know way back in there, I guys remember this, that Charles Barkley got into some trouble. And he's like, I ain't a role model. Your parents should be a role model. Hmm. And, and I agree. Parents should be a role model. But if you're here on this earth, you got someone's watching you. And the higher the yeah. platform, the more eyes on you. Yeah. And, 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 and then, <laughs> then throw this on there. I'm a believer in Christ. More eyes are on you. So I think we all role model. We all have a level of influence on people. First, it should be the impact in your family first. But then there's others that are watching you in the workplace, everywhere. Somebody's always watching you. But yeah, that's a good question, Jimmy. You, you really have to go with the person. They dictate. I, I ask because, like, does it? Do you ever, um, instinctively knowing that you're a man of God, do you speak, and, and and you're there with someone, and through whatever they're going through? I'm giving an example, right? And then later on down the line, rather it be a year, six months, like like Christian said, like later, late, late, later on, right? Mm-hmm. And then they hit you with the man. You're like a mentor to me. You're like, does that hit you then, or do you know like I'm gonna mentor this guy? Do you already make that decision, or sometimes does it hit you unknowingly? Yeah, it, it, a little bit of both. It does hit you unknowingly because um, some, like I said, sometimes you don't have that deep relationship with the person, but they've been watching you. But um, the way to determine for those and for you guys, you guys are gonna have people you're mentoring if you're not mentoring somebody by now. Um, it's 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 a play on word mentor that I learned also um, from mentors, and it says it's it's mentor. So it's another man touring your life. Mm-hmm. So in other words, for me to for me for you to say that I'm your mentor is basically you saying I'm giving you access and being I'm being transparent with my life, so you can tour through the things yeah. that I'm going through, so you can guide me a little bit better in them. So it, it really yeah, there are people that. that you know, like young folks, I'm like, hey, listen, and you give them advice and you kind of mentor them without even asking them. And there's other people that say, hey, I need help. I need you to be. And that's the first thing I tell them. If you're an adult, I'm like, listen, you want me to be your mentor? You're going to have to, you know, be transparent if we haven't built that relationship yet. So do you think uh, so this this kind of caveating off what you were saying? So and, and you might have already answered it to a certain degree, but like because me, me personally knowing your life, um, I know that you have spiritual sons uh, or spiritual son, at least and. And then you also have like the mentorship. Is there like a conscious like separation of what you can talk to one about as opposed to the other um, in, in the idea of uh, certain areas you're, you're willing to go with one and maybe not the other? Or is it just very transparent and open? And like you said, you're just kind of, you know, saying whatever it is that the Lord tells you and that's what you're going to, you know, I don't know if that question makes sense to you. Yeah, and, and if I'm hearing it correctly, um, between like a spiritual son and somebody's just mentoring, yeah, yeah. Um, spiritual sons, it, it's 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 it is different. Mentors sometimes you can you can pick who you're gonna mentor, or the mentor picks okay. the mentor. The mentor picks the mentor. Spiritual sons are just birthed in the house that you just, you just raise them up. They're babies. They don't know nothing in the spiritual realm. 
But uh, not only do I kind of mentor, there's some people that come to me that that are not strong in the spirit, but they want mentorship and maybe like just, I'm not saying I'm a business man, but marriage, yeah, yeah, something like that. And then that's when I always bring the spiritual side to it. But there's people that have come to us not even knowing, not having a relationship with Christ at all, but they want help with their marriage. And then by the end of helping with the marriage, good. they wind up at the church. That's good. You know, so I don't just close the door down because they're not a spiritual son or something like that. Yeah. Um, because I believe there's you got to be wise and find different ways to reach people. That's awesome. So, yeah, I love that. All right. So um, I didn't mean to turn that into a Q&A. It was just something that really, you know. No, I think that know. needed to be answered for some people. You know? I hope but that was clear. Yeah, it, it was. was. So, so for me. Um, I don't want to turn this into a little a downer moment, but I never had to growing up. I never had the mm-hmm. like I didn't watch sports like that, you know. Like another word, like I watched sports because my dad watched sports, right? So I never really got into the sports, like you know, like nowadays you see like um, people into certain players, you know, LeBrons or whatever. Um, I never got into sports to or or music or movies or whatever to to. Particular, and I don't. I don't even like role model. I don't want to yeah. use that word. I've never liked it, the word role model. Um, I go with mentoring, but I never had that growing up. Um, I do believe now, if you're a father or you're a mother, you have to have that mentoring in you, whether you like it or not. Because mm-hmm. um, you, you know, you're many men. Like I never knew, even from the day one of me being a father, at that moment, moving on, I was a mentor. I was gonna, you know, I was some. I was. Somebody was gonna for the rest of my life gonna be looking at me for, for some type of um, understanding of life or mm-hmm. or to figure something out for that individual. So I think as a parent, you always have to have that. It doesn't have you don't have to be the mentor mm-hmm. or role model, but but I never had that growing up. I never had. I was never close enough to anyone that really impacted my life to the, to where I'm like, man, that's you know that that guy really mentor. You know, he's my mentor or whatever. Um, my seasons was very fast and everything I was going through. So I never had that chance. So to answer that, I never had one growing up. I, I, I had my uncles. If I had to pick anyone that I was close to, that, um, you know, it would be my uncles. But I never even looked up to them like that. I just kind of rolled with what was going on in life. So now, now that what impacted my life, aside from my kids and my wife, we're talking mentors and role models, um, it was it was you, Pastor Mario. Um, I made that clear. Like spiritually, my life has been impacted, and that's by doing so. I got to impact my kids. I get to Amen. impact the way I move. I still fail. Um, I'm you know uh, it, you know I'm not perfect at it, and and I think that's what we're here for. Um, I've always said I feel like church is like the clinic for spiritual um, healing and all that. So I I believe that, um, but I now have a mentor. And that's why I was asking. That's why that's little quick turn into a Q and A because, you know, um, I I would like now I know I, like I, my sons look at me as a mentor, mm-hmm. you know. So I want to make sure I don't fall short in every way possible. Um, so it was important to me, but I never had those role models, you know. To man, I hope y'all getting this, man. Jimmy just turned this off on us. No. Like it's right weird. in front of us, Jimmy is getting soft. Soft. You know what I'm saying? Like I just gave you. I just gave you. I know. I'm saying like you're, you're breaking down those tough. I'm being transparent, and that's what we're here to do. I'm being transparent. Wow. So, um, one thing that you ended up saying that's uh, hard because you know how you said as a mom or a dad, like you should, 
you know, have the idea of mentoring yeah. you know, your kids. But man, how challenging is that? Because these kids are so easily influenced by other people. That and mm-hmm. you don't, like I said, you know, I started young, yeah. you know, as, as a father. Um, and then to start young, right? So you're already behind. Now to start young and not know, no one's giving you any guidance. And the ones that are giving this, just that slight little bit of guidance, it's already giving you the wrong directions. Yeah. Not, not only that, think about how many men and women are put into these spots of, as parents being mentors, but they're suffering with identity issues as well. All right. So like they're, they're almost setting these, 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 these kids who are just looking for that attention up for failure because they're not even sure of their own identity. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, and this is why it's hard. I always question, like I hear people, I'm not older people, but I do hear young, younger, oh, Jordan's my mentor. I'm thinking you only see this dude playing a game. <laughs> He's somebody you're influenced like You don't by. know his Correct. lifestyle. You don't yeah. know, you don't know what he does daily. You don't know like right. how impact is he really outside that court? Yeah. I'm not saying that they're not, I'm saying, what are they really doing? How many times do you hear a famous celebrity that you admire, rather be an actor or whatever, right? And then they get in trouble. They they go to jail for whatever. Uh, and that doesn't make them less of anything. But what I'm saying is, you don't know the lifestyle that per, that individual is yeah, living. Yeah, you're right. You, you really, just what you see on TV. Yeah. So I never understood how can you call out and say that's my mentor. I think that they're just confused, as opposed to saying mentor. It's I'm highly influenced by that mm-hmm. individual. Because the, and just based off of our conversation that we're having here, the idea of mentorship, you know, even what you said, um, you know, as a man touring in this person's life, like there's so much more intimacy that's involved in mentorship as opposed to somebody I'm watching on TV play a, a game or, or whatever. Yeah. 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 So. And I think, so that was, that I'm thinking about, because we talked about role models and mentors, so there could be a difference. Like somebody can model a role. Let's say you said sports, right? And they say you want to play a certain game. And you like the way that player plays. So they can model that role that you want trying to do, but doesn't mean become a mentor because you don't know him personally. Right. Yeah. So that's the difference there. Because a mentor, to me, if, if I can't call you, you're not my mentor. <laughs> like, yeah. If I don't yeah. have my cell phone, available. I can't pick. Yeah, if you're not available to me like that on a personal level, you're not a mentor. Right. I can admire your lifestyle from a distance, but if I, I can't call you, I, you can't, you know, we can't roll like that. So you're not a mentor. Um, but this is, this is very, very important. And and I had and it's funny, Ron, because I had a guy who um, Austin Long. He he was he was my guy in recreation. Mm. He was my guy too. Um, it was in a rough time for, as a family. It was a rough time, and it was just me dropping out of school. And he found out, and he's like, "That's not what you're gonna do." Wow. And so he had a quick glimpse. He's like, "That's not you." So he that's like a mentor. He toured my life already. He's like, "There's no way." You're going to be successful if you do this, make this decision. And I know you're, he goes, and no one around me fails. Oh, come on. Declaring that over your life. Yeah. And at that time, I'm like, this dude, man, just get off my back, man. I I don't want to go to school. (laughs) You know, he's like, all right, you don't want to go to school. So you're going to get your GED. Because at least you're going to get your GED. That's still gives you a position for later on if you just want to turn it around and go to school. Yeah. And I was like, I ain't got no way to get there, man. I don't got a way to get there. That thing is past downtown. I'm over here on the east side. I, He's like, all right. He goes, you got your license, right? I was like, yeah. He goes, here are my keys. Go sign up. Wow. So every time I try to like make that excuse, he like, I got you. He's like, yeah, but the, I was like, but the test is this day and you work. He's like, no, just come pick up the car. He was my boss too. He became my boss. And he's like, just take my car. And he had a nice car. And I'm like, yeah. this dude here. He goes, and while you're at it, take him with you too. Or somebody else. <laughs> like, take. Wow. 
So that right there, if it wasn't at that moment, even when I got the GED and all that stuff, I was like, I got it. But later on, I was like, if I didn't do that and completed something, I would have been quick to quit on things every single time things got rough. Exactly. Dude, as, as, and, and as we're all talking about this as Christian men, how important is it for us? Okay, I got it. We have, we have kids, you know, but how important is it for us to be available to be in that position of role model mentorship available to other individuals or other kids who need that? In mm-hmm. their lives. Like it's so important for us as Christian men to be available to these people. Absolutely. You know, how many, and we've talked about it so many times before, but it's fatherless generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? How important is it for us to be available for all these individuals who possibly don't have somebody mm-hmm. to go to? Yeah. You know? And as, 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 as Christian men, it is part of our responsibility. I was about to say that. To lead by example. Go ahead. Exactly. There's no other way around it. And when you think about mentor, I think about it like this. It's the cheat code. Hmm. So whatever you're trying to do them because they, they're literally navigating their falls and things that they've been through. So you don't go through the same thing. Exactly. So it's, it's literally a, a cheat code for life. I think you, you have to have a mentor for every aspect of your life in order for you to not fall into certain areas that you don't need to go into, mm-hmm. honestly. Because mm-hmm. um, for me, I have a guy that's 40 that I look up to, a guy that's 50, 60, that I know when I transition to these this age, I want to know like what what to be expected when I get there. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I just don't want to get to a position that I'm like, I'm 50. I don't know what what I should, what, what I should be doing. Yeah. How how I like that? Yeah, how yeah. smart is that though? Like that's so smart. As you're looking to somebody who's been in that spot before, mm-hmm. because the the generation now, you know, and and you know, people our age or younger, they're kind of like, oh, I'll figure it out. Like, how smart is that to be like, hey, I'm looking for the individual who's already been through what I've been through. Tell me how to avoid these obstacles. Mm-hmm. Tell me how to be successful in this area. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's genius. And that is good. Because so as, as a mentor, you can be successful by letting people see your life, too. Like, touring your life. Because if you're ahead. And, and you said something there. You know, somebody in the 40s, somebody's 50s, somebody's 60s. You can have multiple mentors. Yeah. Not one, you don't, don't put everything on one person because not mm-hmm. one person has experienced all the things in life, you know? So let's say if you're starting a business, they get yourself a business mentor. You know, you want to become a better father, get somebody who's a, a father that's been a great father and goes to that person. Um, spiritual leaders, all that stuff. You can have multiple mentors. And one mentor might have one or two different avenues that you can help you out with. But don't just, you know, whatever area you need improvement in, try to find somebody who's been there and can get you to that place. Absolutely. And, yeah. an, and another thing, if, if anybody's out there looking for a mentor, I would say the first thing you need to do is to be teachable and coachable. That's it. Yeah. You have to be because most people go searching for a mentor. And then when the mentor lays out the game plan, you want to run the play how you want to run it. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of you doing that? Mm-hmm. Or doesn't receive constructive criticism. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. that's what he's there for. That's what that person is there for, to literally give you the game plan. But it's hard for us to receive it sometimes because we think okay he, he laid it out well maybe I can do it this way and I can tweak this a little bit no that wasn't it that, that that's not the play we we want to run our own play to to where we're trying to go instead of just listening that is so valuable when you're looking for a mentor and I had to learn that myself it was like every time I went you know searching for a mentor I went to you know just asking people questions I would take something that they told me and try to tweak it and I'm like I'm doing this the wrong way. Yeah. You try to make it your own. Like, but it's like, he was already successful doing it that way. So yeah. why? So why do it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's crazy. 
Guys, this has been good. What's your final thoughts? Get you a mentor um, that you trust, that you can be open with, because it literally can change the game for whatever you're trying to do, honestly. Mine's uh, be available to be a mentor. So um, be available to those who maybe not are not in the position of having that easily available to them, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, be be ready to know that whoever the mentor is, that it's going to go against everything you were already doing. Oh. And, and, and that needs to be very important because, you know, oh. we see it now. Like, whatever your plan, even the, the, the men, mm. even anyone that's in a spiritual walk, whatever your plan is, God, God has the, the right plan for you, right? So mm. if that's not... If that's not the right, perfect path, then you're not ready for any type of mentoring because God, if you can't even accept God saying this is your path and you know that this is the right path, right? But then you can't even accept the the little, you know, critiques that people are like, hey, you're doing this wrong, you know, yeah. you're not even accepting that. Then to understand that anything that you that's going to be spoken to you is going to be against, you know, against what you're doing because everything you're doing has got you to the point where you're lost. Mm -hmm. That's so, good. So that's mine. I think it's we have to get to a point that we have to realize that you can't do this life alone. And That's it's good. important to have that person who can guide you and direct you. Because um, like Ron said, it's a cheat code. You know, if you find yourself the right mentor, just come under. And one thing I've learned when I speak to my mentors is it's is I don't talk. I stay quiet the most yeah, of the time, listen. you know, because just listen, <laughs> just listen. That's the wise thing to do. So, you know, I've had in different stages of my life, different mentors, different places, um, and a current mentor now, you guys know, Pastor Rob Hines, and, you know, shout out to him. Um, <laughs> he's going to be on the show one of these days soon. <laughs> so these get days. Shout out, shout out. Yeah, shout we're out. in the Orlando area. He's up there in the panhandle, so we're quite, quite it's a gonna happen. Ways. It's going to happen. But it will happen. But but the same thing, you know, I'm transparent with him and whenever I call him up, he just I just let him talk, man, because I know he's got something that's for me. Yeah. You know, so it's important. Find yourself mentors, find a different, you know, whatever area, wherever God's calling you to go or or if you just need a mentor to help you to find where you need to go, you know, yeah. just find that and and, yeah. Yeah. and just be open to, to listen. Man, this is right on, guys. This has been real good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. All right. Well, hey, listen, y'all, please listen to us at all podcast platforms. We're on everything. Also, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, um, as well as please, guys, email us. We want to hear from you. Yeah, please email us at slingandstonepodcast at gmail.com. Um, other than that, y'all, have Be a good, good man. Stay blessed. Enjoy, stay you. blessed. You're. Oh. Thank you for listening to the Sling and Stone podcast. If you like what you heard, definitely hit that subscribe button. Also, follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Sling and Stone. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button. Let's go.